0: center, and you know, for Middle Tennessee, Kyle, the Blue Raiders have got to find a way to put the biscuit in the basket.
1: Well, you know, we, we talked about this at halftime, and I've gotten confirmation on it. Obviously we have 19 points. That is the season low for, a for half. halftime. Uh, the previous low, and this does not bode well, was 22 at Missouri State. Right. So, yeah, we've got to find a way to score some points.
0: So the Raiders do, of course, here in the second half, Uh, play offense in front of their own bench and as a coach do you do you feel like you can get more done and make you know in possession adjustments if they're in front of you no question no question about it right now the defensive job is okay you've only given up 27 points but you've only scored 19 now Raiders with the ball to start the second half and need a bucket here on this opening possession Raiders run a set go left side to Buford Buford to Dishman. Dishman on the left block, back and in against Sharp. Gets in there, pitches it out. Buford had a three, didn't take it, now drives in. Needs some help to get out of there. Back to Eli Lawrence. Four on the shot clock. Shoots a ten-footer no good. Raiders get the offensive rebound. Weston to Buford to Weston back in the corner. Now Buford to Dishman. Dishman out now to T. Leonard, left elbow. Backs it out to Weston. Yeah, Ten there, on the shot there's clock. There's not a lot of space out there. Weston, right side, around a screen, gets down underneath inside Sharp, put up the shot, no good. Dishman tips it in, and now they're gonna wipe it away on an offensive foul on Dishman. You have gotta be kidding. (laughs) Foul on Dishman is his first, and the first on Middle Tennessee as a team here in the second half. And that is a tough pill to swallow right there if you had done all the work, gotten the offensive rebound, and then they, they call the push. Yeah, he, he claimed that there was a left hand clear out. Chris Hudson and Nick McDevitt having a cross court conversation. Western Kentucky with the ball, they lead by eight. McKnight with it, races into front court, now the right side. They get it in the hands there of Acott. Back to McKnight. McKnight, right side to Hamilton, now to Sharp on top. Left side, Frampton with the ball. Here's the ball knocked away by Buford, but right back to Western. Acott has it. Raiders recover defensively. Frampton. Back outside it comes. Three on the shot clock. Jump shot up and no good. And the rebound taken by Buford. He got position on sharp and got the rebound. Yeah, we
1: got to get stops and get in transition to break them down instead of having to go against their
0: five-on-five. Here's Dishman, top of the circle. Goes right now to Leonard. Pulls up, shoots an 18-footer. No good off the curl. Rebound taken by Western Kentucky's Davion McKnight. Not the shot you want when you're struggling offensively. He fires it off the bottom of the rim, but Western gets the rebound. Tried to go to Sharp, lost the ball, still on the floor. Middle picks it up. Here comes Weston. Weston down the middle of the floor, gets in there against Acott, misses the shot, tip up no good. Tip second time, Leonard is good. That's what I mean. Get those stops, get in
1: transition, get Western Kentucky in a broken court. Going up against them five on five. Is rough because of their ability basically to switch one through
0: five. Raiders scored the first bucket of the second half and it took two minutes to do that. There's a miss and Leonard with the rebound now to try to stack some baskets. Into the front court comes Eli Lawrence. Lawrence back to Weston. Now Dishman top of the circle. Left side, Buford backs up. Set shot three. Good! good.
1: Not the guy that you're looking for to take the three, but he has made some big ones this year. Justin with another three-point shot that gives us
0: a lift, and now it's a one-possession game. Elite company three cuts it to 27-24. McKnight drives, puts up a wild shot and misses it. Sharp had the rebound, lost it, taken away by Eli Lawrence. On the left it. side of the floor. Push Lawrence, it. free throw line extended, gets it to Dishman on top. Into the corner. Leonard, he'll drive inside, working against Acot. put the ball up, had his shot blocked, got it back, put it up, got fouled by Sharp. He'll go to the line. T. Leonard stayed after it. He took on Acot and Sharp on the play. Foul on Sharp is his second. Team's first of the second half, and it will be T. Leonard to the line with 16.56 to play in the second half. 27-24. Leonard can cut into that. First one's good by T. He's got seven. Jared Coleman-Jones coming in, replacing Dishman, and Coleman-Jones had a, had 12 good minutes at Charlotte and played good minutes here in the first half today. Second shot, Leonard got them both. It's a one-point game now as Leonard has eight and the crowd starting to get back in at 27-26. Inbound, the Raiders come with their pressure. It comes into Acott, now back to McKnight. You can hear the crowd getting louder. McKnight, driving to the free throw line, now backs out. McKnight, left side to Jarius Hamilton. On the dribble, gets it to McKnight. Yeah, ironically enough, as their leading scorer,
1: he's been more facilitator in this game, only two points at this stage.
0: Right side, here's Acot driving in, charging foul on Acot. Great job by T. Leonard of sliding laterally and picking up that charge.
1: The tempo of the game is changing and that favors us. Now the crowd's starting to get into it. That favors us. We've got to keep this thing moving and not have to go up against Western's five on five because of their ability to
0: just crunch everything inside the three-point line. Cam Weston in front court, middle down one. Left side, here's Buford with the ball. Short corner left side, Coleman-Jones. Back and in against Sharp, little hook up there, missed it. Rebound taken away by Acott there on the run. McKnight all the way in, kicks it out to Frampton. His three is good.
1: Well, that's a great point guard play by McKnight. He knows where Frampton is, no matter where he's at in transition, and he found him.
0: the Pass goes off the foot of Buford loose on the floor. It's going to be a jump ball, and it's going to go to Western Kentucky. Just a
1: sloppy possession. That's a one-handed pass. It's a completely unnecessary. Take care of the basketball and get it to
0: a teammate. Timeout on the floor, 15-51 to play in the second half. It's Western Kentucky 30, Middle Tennessee 26 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
1: when you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game
3: day is here. You owe me five bucks.
1: You mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri.
5: Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda. All with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda. The loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda. IRC
4: Beers, St. Louis, Missouri. Five,
0: four, three, two, one. Today's second half presented by Grandison Associates, certified public accountant specializing in business and personal accounting and tax services. Grandison Associates, 615 895 1040, and online at gcpas.com. Well, unfortunately, the
1: offense picked up where it left off in the first half, and that's not a good sign. Middle starting out two out of nine from the floor. To begin the second half. We are, however, one of one from the three-point line. Obviously, Justin Buford with that three. Western Kentucky, meanwhile, only one out of five from the floor at 20%, but they've matched threes with the Frampton three going one out of two
0: for 50%. So advantage gained, advantage lost. I want to welcome those who had been listening to Lady Raider Basketball on WGNS and a Middle Tennessee win at Western Kentucky, 80-75. to 75. Glad to have you back with us here, and wherever you may be today, want to wish you all a Happy New Year and a safe Happy New Year or New Year's Eve coming up. If you'd like to drop us a line, the email address is blueraidernet at gmail.com. Interesting stat, Chip.
1: Western Kentucky has seven turnovers that Middle has only turned into four points middle with six turnovers that Western has turned into seven points. So it's about creating them, but then also being opportunistic and making sure that you're efficient and cashing in with the the
0: turnover. Well, Nick McDevitt has shed the pullover and picked up the water bottle and now Western Kentucky with the ball after the alternate possession play on the 50-50 ball. Into the front court comes Davion McKnight back to Acot Now McKnight on the left side. Driving against Porter. Got all the way to the baseline. Kicked it over to Frampton for a three. That's an air ball. And King with the rebound. Out to Porter. Tried to thread a needle for a cutting Coleman-Jones, but turns it over instead. Acot with it. High-low pass to Sharp. Layup no good. It was affected by Lawrence. And they come the other way. Raiders dodged a bullet underneath to Leonard. He'll stuff it. Hello, Snyder, Texas. Well, two really bad offensive plays,
1: one from middle and one from Western, and that leads again to that disjointed game. Western did not get back and match up, and that's the easiest basket we've had.
0: Under 15 minutes to play, and it's a two-point game. 30-28, Western Kentucky. Frampton. Lobs it underneath, and the Raiders break up the lob play. Great
1: play by Jared Coleman-Jones. He heads the ball screen and got back. There's another dunk. And we're tied, 30-30. Get stops,
0: get in transition, and that's when we are at our best. Crowd coming alive here at Murphy Center, and it's all tied at 30. Hamilton, left side to Frampton, back on top to McKnight. McKnight drives with the left hand, pulls up, shoots from 12 and scores. That's an interesting shot for McKnight,
1: Chip. Honestly, he had a lane all the way to the basket uncontested and decided to stop and pop from about 12 feet. Still got it to go down, but he's not been as assertive
0: getting to the rim as he is in in games past. Middle Tennessee still has not led in this game. Leonard tosses it out to a spot where he thought Lawrence was going to be. Eli had to catch up with it. Now here's Porter on the left side. Into the corner, they go to Leonard. Leonard against Acott, shoots a three. Missed it, but Acott fouled him. And Acott, his second, team's third. And with 13.50 to play, Eli Lawrence will go to the free throw line with a chance to give middle the lead if he hits all three. Lawrence will tow the line. Free throw, good. Cuts it to one at 32-31. Guys change sides of the lane and Lawrence will have a second shot coming. It's up, missed it off the back rim. So the best the Raiders can do here is get it tied. Substitutions made, Leonard comes out, milling in, but T. Leonard electrified this place on back-to-back plays. His mama calls him the plug because he can electrify the place and Lawrence misses the second free throw. So he misses two out of three and Western still leads by a point. And another travel that's not called by McKnight. My goodness. Got the ball stuck on his shoulder. On top, there's Lander with it. Got down the lane. High off the glass, no good. The tip on the rebound taken by Justin Porter. Porter gets through traffic, running by Sharp, got inside, Sharp blocked his shot, he got the rebound, out to Lawrence for a three, it's no good, and Sharp the rebound there for Western Kentucky. Yeah, that's just not the play for Porter, you've got to recognize that you've got the number one shot blocker in the country right there on your shoulder. McKnight, scoop and score, wow, he's got six in Western, back by three again. Yeah, we don't need him to wake up. 34-31 Western Kentucky by three. 12.55 to play. It has been an uphill struggle all day long for Middle. It's been a slugfest. Here's a three by Porter. Good and we're tied again. And Nick McDevitt wants a timeout. We'll take it as well. 12.44 to play in the second half. And your score, Middle Tennessee 34, Western Kentucky 34 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
2: The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at murfreesboropost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of
6: the Murfreesboro Post.
0: Five, four, three, two, one. Tie game with 1244 left to play here at Murphy Center on New Year's Eve. Today's broadcast brought to you in part by Middle Tennessee State University. They've one of the best in the U.S. by the Princeton Review for the fourth year in a row. MTSU become true blue. Well, we've raised
1: our shooting percentage all the way up to 25%. Those dunks help a little bit in that capacity. They do. Uh, Second half alone, we are now five out of 14 from the floor for 36% and two of two from the three-point line. Meanwhile, Western only one of three from the three-point line, and their field goal shooting remains low. They are now three out of ten from the floor in the second half. Don't
0: forget Monday night, it's Rick Ensel live at 6 o'clock, Nick McDevitt live at 7 o'clock, always Love having a good crowd at the boulevard. You can be there live, listen on the radio, or watch us on Facebook. Western Kentucky with the ball in a 34-34 game. Davion McKnight works to the left side. Now gets in the lane. Tried to get his defender in the air, but couldn't really pull that off. Here's Lander with a drive. Shot blocked by Dishman out of bounds. It's going to be Western Kentucky's ball. And... Each team had, a team had a player hit the floor and ended up with some moisture on the, on the baseline down there.
1: Well, Lander went to the ground when he laid his shot up and got it blocked, and then Elias King was over in the ballpark and tripped over Lander, so it was one of those things where everybody reacted like it was something really bad, and it was just inadvertent people falling all over each other.
0: They bring the ball in, three-shot missed, and the rebound taken by... Dishman. It was Lander who missed the shot. Raiders in a hurry. Leonard leaves it off for Porter who drives. Finger roll. Good! And middle leads! We're getting a lot of things at the rim, Chip, because the transition
1: of the game, the tempo has changed much to our favor.
0: Western with the ball. Down the left side, McKnight who suffered a sprained neck on Thursday. Has shown really no ill effects. Drives here. Fall away eight-footer. Good. Well, he's starting to wake up. He's got eight, 36 all. Porter, back now to Dishman. Dish to Leonard, who will roll to the top. Left side, Porter goes baseline. Great pass underneath to Dishman, but a foul is going to be called inside on Jarius Hamilton. And they're calling that on the pass. So timeout on the floor with 11.33 to play. It's now Middle Tennessee 36, Western Kentucky 36 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. You know, I've always
5: wanted to go on a tour of the West Coast. No rush, just take it all in,
4: one view at a time.
3: We all have things we hope to do, someday. At Ascend, we offer great rates and share our profits to help make your someday, someday soon. Oh, and you better believe I'm renting a convertible. Ascend Federal Credit Union. Open your
7: account today.
3: Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that
5: could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities.
4: Five, four,
0: three, two, one. Coming up in our postgame show, we'll be selecting our game-changing moment presented by Murfreesboro Medical Clinic and Surgery Center. MMC is Southern Middle Tennessee's premier medical group dedicated to providing both primary and specialty care for your entire family. At MMC, your health is their mission. And thanks again to MMC, today's game day sponsor. Looking at the Ascend Federal Credit Union scoreboard. Other games in the league, it is North Texas leading FIU 53-37, nine 9.5 to play. Rice playing at UTEP, 56-48 Rice, five and a half to play. UTSA at UAB and UAB with a 74-56 lead, seven minutes to play. And one final from earlier, Charlotte beat Louisiana Tech 68-66.
1: Well, at the 11-33 mark of the second half, we are two points short of what we scored the entire first half. Wow.
0: Here's an in, here's a dunk on an inbound play to T. Leonard. Snyder, Texas, gets another shout-out. He's got 14, and the Blue Raiders up 38-36, and they caught Western with napping just a little bit. Yeah, that's not – that doesn't speak well to the Western scout. Three off the right side is good by Tyrone Marshall. The Raiders left him alone, and that doesn't speak well for Middle's defense. No, but
1: unfortunately, that's one of the things defensively that we struggle with. We give up about 39% on three-point field goal percentage. Leonard with a three off the left wing, and Middle
0: goes back up by two. 50-50. Oh, he's over and back. So a 17 points now for Leonard. Three out of the corner. Good by Allen. And Western goes back up by a point. 10.35 to play. Chip, I think the officials missed that one and over and back. And I had my head down. I didn't get a view of it. Here's Leonard with a drive. Lost the ball. Western Kentucky goes the other way. McKnight driving in. Layup good. Just like that, Western Kentucky is back up by three. 10-15
1: to play. Well, you just cannot be casual with the basketball, particularly against a team
0: that can shrink the floor. King, a three out of the corner. Ali company three. His first point to the day, and we're tied again. This final 10 minutes might be really interesting. Well, the first 10 have been pretty interesting. Yes, they have.
1: Middle five out of its last five. Western four out of its last four. Make them five out of their last five as Hamilton drains a three from the top of the key.
0: 47-44. Now all of a sudden the defenses can't get a stop. Dishman with the ball. Right side, Leonard. Tried to turn the corner. Now goes right to King. It's a three-point Western Kentucky lead. Back out now to Leonard. Leonard. Nine on the shot clock, looks to drive, got to the baseline, had it knocked away and out of bounds. Last touch by Christian Lander. I'm telling you, basketball players are the biggest liars of all time because they will just tell you an untruth that the ball went off somebody else when it went off them.
1: Now, as a basketball coach, (laughs) I'm going to ask you, do you think that football players and baseball players don't do that too? It's just not as visible. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay.
0: Okay. You wormed out of that one pretty well. Here's Dishman in the lane, got fouled on the way up. Boy, that's just straight muscle. That's going to be on Hamilton, his third, team's fourth, and that's just straight muscle. Still 47-44, Western Kentucky by three, and Dish at the line trying to cut into it. This just has, I say this every game. And I'm not trying to beat a dead
1: horse, but he's just got such a great feel for when to, when not to, how to, how not to. He's just got a, 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 such an understanding for the
0: nuances of how to play around the rim. He's got a lot of a lot of moves down there, and, and that goes up by a degree of difficulty when you have somebody like Sharp you're having to deal with. Dishman hits both free throws. Raiders cut it to one, 47-46. He,
1: he just does a great job of keeping the defender off balance. The defender can rarely ever load on him because he
0: has so many different angles and moves. So now middle challenged with getting a stop. 47-46 Western Kentucky. Here's McKnight into the front court. They'll hand it off toward the top to Acott. Acott now goes to the left side, King on him. Tries to get inside, does a little baby hook is good. He kind of mishandled it, but ended up the off timing of it. Yeah, made that it was, an easy shot. That's
1: way too easy from Elias' standpoint. Elias has just got to guard him one-on-one better, no
0: more, no less. Lawrence with it, feeds Coleman-Jones. Coleman-Jones inside out to Millen for a three. Yes, sir. Great screen by Eli Lawrence. It's the
1: post-feed pin in action. That time you brought Eli Lawrence to the screen
0: and Tyler Millen to the ball inside-out three. 8.20 to play. Tied at 49 with 8.18 to play. Whistle and a foul away from the ball. And it's going to be Elias Elias. King. Foul on King, his second. Team second. And... Andrew Walton saw something there where he was was holding. It was a hole, there's no question. In line, out of bounds play for Western. McKnight will inbound. Straight for screener play. They bring it in. Get the ball in the hands of Allen. Good help from Justin Buford there. Great gap support. They bring it back out to McKnight. 12 on the shot clock. Tie game at 49. McKnight shakes and bakes, goes to his left. Porter nearly had it slapped away. Fall away by McKnight, no good, and the rebound taken by Eli Lawrence.
1: Fantastic one-on-one defense from Justin Porter. Left side, Lawrence pulls
0: up from 12. Yes, sir, and
1: middle leads again. There's the transition basket that I'm talking about there. Don't let Western Kentucky get set, get down, and attack them before
0: they shell up. Blue Raiders by two. Here's Acott with a ball. Back out now it comes to Davion McKnight. McKnight to the left side, on top to Allen. Allen, set shot three, no good. Rebound taken by Coleman-Jones. Poor shot selection there. Very much so. Into the front court comes Lawrence. Raiders playing for the first time today with a two-point lead. Would have been a great time for Eli Lawrence to cut to the basket. Three in the air, good by Coleman-Jones.
1: Jared Coleman-Jones has turned into an offensive juggernaut.
0: I don't know what he ate on the way to Charlotte, but keep feeding him. 7.14 to play. Timeout on the floor. It's Middle Tennessee 54, Western Kentucky 49 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
8: Winning requires the right gameplay.
9: Hey basketball fans, this is Coach McDevitt. It's never lost on Window World that your home is your largest fiscal investment. Window World's integrity will be noticed from your very first moment of contact. The clean, professional installation of premium windows, siding, doors, and more are designed to last while leaving your home looking amazing. Window World and their lifetime warranty will always be there when it really matters. They're America's most trusted remodeler and a proud partner of MTSU Athletics because the difference is integrity and always in the
4: details. Five,
0: four, three, two, one. Experience the power and excitement of your next Blue Raider home basketball game with Ticket Smarter. Blue Raiders take on North Texas next Saturday. Right here in the Murphy Center, visit TicketSmarter.com or the Ticket Smarter app. Ticket Smarter, proud to be the official ticket resale marketplace partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Ticket Smarter a smarter way to buy tickets. Well,
1: the offenses that were completely asleep in the first half have awakened in a massive way in the second half, middle on an 8-0 run over the last one minute and 20 seconds, and then they have gone eight for their last eight. Western,
0: meanwhile, six of their last eight. Wow, you almost hated to see that timeout come right there. Yeah. It's going to be Western Kentucky's basketball after – the made three by Coleman Jones, which was his second
1: made three of the year against two shot attempts from that, the three-point That point would be the second, the, one, the second this week. Yes, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I don't know what we fed him <laughs> on the way to
0: Charlotte, but keep giving it to him. Western Kentucky with the ball. Here's McKnight. Works to the left side. Got a bump from Porter. Picks up his dribble. Throws it up there, and Porter fouled him.
1: That's just not a good play from Justin. He had him in jail, and all he had to do was stand there and wall him, and instead he takes a swing at the shot and fouls him and sends McKnight to the free-throw line.
0: So Davion McKnight, junior from Shelbyville, Kentucky. He will stand at the line and have two. Middle by five has... Been their largest lead of the day. Trailed by as much as eight on a couple of occasions. And exactly seven minutes left on the clock. McKnight, high-arching free throw is good. He's 81.7% from there. McKnight leads Western in scoring today with 11 points. Second toss rattled out. 54-50. Middle's lead is four. Now try to build on it. Porter into front court. Gets it to Coleman-Jones. Now Lawrence. They'll set the offense. Lawrence being guarded by Acott. Right side they go to Millen. Millen back to Coleman-Jones. Now here's Lawrence working around. Getting to the right corner. Back to Buford. Buford pitches it back out to Coleman-Jones. Now here's Porter with five on the shot clock. Looking to drive. Pulls up. Had the ball stripped away. Western Kentucky has it. Yeah, McKnight got a hand on that one. And Tyrone Marshall came up with a ball. Here's a ball knocked away by Lawrence. Akot picks it up, goes right. Three in the air by Marshall, no good. Rebound chased down by Eli Lawrence. Back into the front court, still middle by four. Lawrence, a three off the wing, no good. Banged it off the glass, and Frampton gets the rebound. That was not a good shot. Not what you're looking for there. McKnight into the front court. Getting down to a half-court game here. McKnight, left side, working against Millen. Pull-up, 12-footer, no good. Tipped by Sharp, no good. Got a rebound, Sharp up. Got fouled by Coleman Jones. That's about the best you can do in that situation. Well, I I will just
1: tell you, if your matchup, whether one-on-one or in rotations, is Sharp, you have to give up the defensive rebound. And what I'm saying is, when that thing goes up, you've got to not worry about you getting the defensive rebound. You've got to go hit him. Because if you allow him to get to the rim, as we did there, he's just going to go over everybody and get the offensive board. So you've got to go hit him first and get him sealed outside the lane. Otherwise, that's his.
0: He misses the first free throw. He'll have one more to go. Dishman back in. It's Dishman, Millen, Buford, Porter, and T. Leonard. Missed them both, and Buford with a rebound. That's good for a Frosty.
1: Well, he's not a great free throw shooter as is,
0: 56%. Here's Porter with the ball against the 2-3 zone. Here's T. Leonard got to the short corner, then the ball knocked away, and it'll stay with middle, I think. Yeah, he hit Frampton in the back of the head. I'm not sure where he was going or
1: what he was wanting to do with the pass, but again, don't get sloppy here. It's a four-point game. Shot selection turnovers
0: will let them right back in it. So an inline out of bounds play with 16 on the shot clock, 531 on the game clock. Comes in to Dishman, looks for Lawrence. Got it to him at the top of the circle. Now right side, Leonard. He'll drive, get in there against Sharp, put it up high off the glass and no good. Sharp with the rebound. He'll clear it out to McKnight. Didn't block it, but changed it. McKnight all the way to the rim. Oh, a bailout on a foul on Millen. Right at the last moment. Foul on Millen is his second. Team's fifth. Tyler Millen getting a little bit of an explanation on it. So it will be, well, they're saying it's on the shot. So McKnight to the line, which is pretty much an automatic two. And again,
1: you don't worry about his three point shooting. You have to understand that you've got to level him off. You've got to load to the ball, make the floor look full so that he sees no daylight whatsoever. Make him a passer.
0: McKnight, first free throw, good. He's got a dozen, and it's 54-51. Back to a one-possession Blue Raider lead. And McKnight will have another yet to come. Second toss. That one's no good. And the rebound from Eli Lawrence,
1: 54-51. Middle hasn't scored in two minutes, by and large, since Western's gone to this
0: zone. Here's Leonard. Back to Justin Porter. Porter underneath, had it knocked away, and it's fortunately last touch by Sharp. Yeah,
1: set play by middle there where they set the inside screens against the two players up top for Western Kentucky. Porter splits it and is trying to find that short corner dive. It got deflected, however. Middle under out of bounds with 14 seconds left
0: on the shot clock. 5-0-1 on the game clock. Weston looks to bring it in. They get it in the corner, three from Lawrence, no good. Offside, rebound, it'll go. It will go to Western Kentucky as Andrew Walton looked for some help and Chris Hudson gave him some help. Three-point game, just under five minutes to play. Davion McKnight brings it down for Western Kentucky. They get it to Hamilton on a weave on top to Frampton, and a foul on Eli Lawrence, and you're, you're 50 feet from the basket right there. Why it is exactly right. It's a common foul, and only the sixth foul on middle. So it'll be a sideline out of bounds. From now on, Western will shoot free throws. 4.45 to play. Middle 54, Western 51. And that's really scary when you consider McKnight's got the ball in his hands. McKnight with it on top to Frampton. Frampton goes left around a sharp screen. Now they go in the lane to McKnight. Wild shot, no good. Rebound chased down by Cam Weston. Sharps on his back. Weston drives down the lane, scoops it off to Dishman. He'll stuff it, and they'll wipe it off and call a charge on Weston. He could not put the brakes on, and Weston will draw the offensive foul. Wipe off the dunk and charge Weston with the offensive foul. When you make that pass, you've got to come to a stop. So more moisture being wiped up.
1: And that's a really bad call because Frampton was nowhere near square, set, torso, feet, otherwise. Cam, when he dished it, veered off to the left. Frampton went with him, got underneath him, and
0: he still called the charge. They'll inbound the basketball to Emmanuel Aycott and McKnight with the ball in his hands. With the injury and the fall that he took Thursday night, it's been pretty amazing the way he's played today. He's played great. Into the lane, they get it to Hamilton, his shot good. Wow, what a strong move by Hamilton there. He took some contact. I'm a little
1: surprised they didn't call a foul on that play, but got it to finish over the top. Western has scored four in a row, and that zone has been tough on middle. It has, middle in a scoring drought right now. Three minutes, we've got to find a way to get a basket.
0: Blue Raiders lead by one, 54-53. Right side, here's Weston. Work that mid post, guys. Here's in the lane. They go right to Weston. Three on the shot clock. Back to Lawrence, three in the corner. Good! Really nice inside-out action there by middle,
1: and you saw Cam Weston go to the middle. He got it to Eli. They circled
0: around and looped and got the three to go down. 57-53. Here's McKnight. Back out it comes to Hamilton. Now Frampton along three. Boy, it came in and out. Ball loose on the floor. Sharp had it. Lost it. It's going to be middle, picking it up. Buford down the left side. He'll pitch it out back be to Eli Morris. Be smart here. Now Weston on top with the ball. 258 to play, middle by four. Weston backing it out. 15 on the shot clock. Looked like Sharp had gotten that rebound about four different times. He's had a really hard time with 50-50 balls tonight. I think it's fatigue. Weston in the lane. Now shot blocked there. Weston had his shot blocked by Sharp. Eli. That was not a good choice there. 2.30 to play. Four-point game. Frampton with it. Western wants a timeout. And McKnight was there calling the timeout. Took Barry Mathis a little bit to hear him but the timeout coming at 2.26 to play, this is a, this will be a full timeout and will be the media timeout. So 2.26 left, it's Middle Tennessee 57, Western Kentucky 53 back after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Five, four, three, two, one. 57-53. Middle Tennessee leading by four with 2.26 to play. Western Kentucky has called the timeout. It was the final media timeout as well. Right now, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Blue Raider basketball from Learfield. from the historic Murphy Center
1: on this New Year's Eve. Western one out of their last seven from the floor, so middle's defense picking up things on this end of the floor, and probably no more important of a defensive possession as there is right now. A four-point lead that can be cut to two, obviously, or or less than that, if we don't
0: get a stop that can balloon out to six-plus if we do get a stop and a score. So a big stop. A big chance at a stop right here with 2.26 to play.
1: Well, we've got to get down and guard McKnight. We've got to make sure that we are collecting on him. Our gap support's got to be there, and do not leave Frampton. Last but not least, find Sharp when the ball goes
0: up. Here's Hamilton with the ball. They pitch it back out. Frampton off the curl. His three is no good, and the rebound is going to be taken by McKnight, who goes up and misses, and the rebound there
1: by King. McKnight had to go to his right hand, which is not his natural hand, and could not
0: get that offensive rebound. To go down and thank goodness. Here's Dishman with it. Raiders in the front court. We go under two minutes and middle leads by four. Big offensive possession. Weston goes left to Dishman, working against Sharp. No, working inside. Got the ball up, missed the shot, and the rebound taken by Sharp. Yeah, it would have been better served to kick that one back out and restart the offense. Here's McKnight. Right side, Frampton dumps the ball in. Dish knocks Great it play away. By Dish. Great defensive play by Dishman. A minute 35 to play. Blue Raiders by four, and Weston brings the ball into front court. Timeout, Middle Tennessee with a minute 28 to play. That was a huge defensive play there by DeAndre Dishman. Yeah, and
1: you know, one of the things that you're talking to post players about is working with. And that time, Sharp was standing there, didn't go put a body on a body, number one, which is a no-no as a post player. He just stood there at the block and had his elbows in rather than going and finding Dish, who was under the basket and getting wide and getting into his goalpost stance. So Dish was allowed to slip around on the bottom side, get the deflection, and obviously the steal.
0: 57-53 and middle with 21 seconds on the shot clock. And Chip, look at Sharp right now. That is a tired cat. He has bent over, stayed bent over the entire timeout. Western Kentucky comes back with Acott, Frampton, McKnight, Hamilton, and Sharp. The Blue Raiders will have Leonard, Dishman, King, Weston, and Eli Lawrence. Those are the 10 on the floor. Raiders with the ball, and it'll be T. Leonard. Western who is
1: showing 1 3 1 here, and that's what they're staying in. Look at your diagonals.
0: Raiders tried to lob it. Ball tipped over. Here's Leonard with a duck. Great play. Right back to Leonard. What an
1: unbelievable presence by De'Andre Dishman. The dunk did not go down. De'Andre got it
0: in midair and threw it right back to T for the dunk. Middle by six with a minute three to play. McKnight from the free throw line. Missed the shot. Rebound snagged by Eli Lawrence. Middle by six and the ball. Here's Weston with it. Crowd coming to its feet. 3,124 here today. Left side. They lob it to King, who will lay it in. And middle goes up by eight. 61-53 with 43 seconds to play. Elias King with five. Western needing points now. They kick it right. Three in the air. That's going to be good by Acott, who now has 10. And it's 61-56. Timeout, Western Kentucky. And that is their final timeout. Wow, what a play. Explain to folks what DeAndre Dishman did right here with the touch pass back to T. Leonard. Well, Western State in their 1-3-1, one, one, and I was talking
1: about running diagonals, and basically that's exactly what we were going with, but Frampton read it, and Frampton got up and deflected it in the air DeAndre was on the outside of the lane and went up to get the ball as a 50-50 ball. And before he came down, threw a pass right back to T. Leonard and And went right back up and dunked it. It was a one-timer. I I
0: mean, that's what I'm saying. He just
1: went up and got it and flipped it. Yeah. I mean, he didn't come down, didn't have to look around. He went up and got it while he was in midair.
0: Unbelievable presence of mind. 61-56. Middle has one timeout left. Western Kentucky is out of timeouts. Right now the Blue Raiders lead by five. And the toppers back on the floor. Here comes Middle Tennessee back out. Both point guards on
1: the floor in Porter and Weston.
0: So, Blue Raider ball, and you're probably going to have to hit some free throws here. Oh, there's no question. Eli Lawrence will inbound. Pressure from Western Kentucky, and they look to bring it in, and they do to Weston. Weston spins out of a trap, gets across the midcourt line, and a foul is going to be called on Tyrone Marshall. His first, and that'll send Weston to the line with 29 seconds to play. Yeah, sort of an
1: interesting strategy there by Western Kentucky. Typically, you're going to trap that, and if you don't get it on the trap, then you foul it coming out, and they never really trapped it
0: at all, still let it come out, then got the foul. They kind of halfway... Tried to trap him on the sideline, but with one person, and he spun out of that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is that his angle for trapping was not there at all. That was the 16 foul. The ball comes in, and they get it to Lawrence, who gets fouled, and he will go to the line. Well, Western missed a heck of an opportunity to foul Dishman there on the
1: inbounds play, and that's not understanding your scout. That's not understanding your matchup, because as soon as Dish caught that, there should have been a pop and you send him to the free
0: throw line. The Hackadish. Yep. But instead, it's Lawrence with the – who was the offended player. He goes to the line now. Eli's only one out of three at the line, but two free throws here. And welcome to math class here, kids. If he can hit two, seven is way bigger than six. Wow. I bet you do good on your taxes. (laughs) First first one is good by Lawrence. That makes it two full possessions now, 62-56. Lawrence with 11 points, and again, this one is huge. If he can make this, it becomes a three-possession game. Lawrence eyes it, shoots it. Scores it. Just don't foul, guys. 63-56. Blue Raiders by seven. Into the front court. Here's McKnight. They whip it over on the right side. Get it to ACOT. He drives. He'll shoot inside and score. Wow. Emmanuel Acott with a dozen. 16 seconds to play. The Raiders get the ball into Elias King. And he is fouled by Dante Allen. Well, even then when the ball came in, Western wasn't matched on the
1: ball. They weren't matched off the ball, and there were about five seconds that elapsed before they got the foul there. So when you look at the previous inbounds play and then stack it with that play, Western wasted about 10-plus seconds to get into an
0: automatic foul situation. King at the line with 14 and a half seconds to play. First free throw good. Elias now with six, all coming here in the second half. Back to a six point game and a free throw here just might do it. Shot it, got it. King with seven and the Blue Raiders lead by seven, 65-58. Here's Western Kentucky final 10 seconds. They get the ball in the lane. There's a layup that's good by Acott. He's got 14. Middle will bring the ball in. There's the baseball pass out to Dishman. He'll make the catch with three, with two, with one, and that will do it. Happy New Year. Middle Tennessee beats the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers today by a score of 65-60. to And the 143rd meeting between the two is painted in blue and white. Well, this was a slugfest from start to finish, and Chip, once again, this had all the makings of a conference tournament game. Absolutely it did. Blue Raiders win it today, 65-60 over Western Kentucky, and have now won 19, or make it, they have now won 20 of the last 39 in this series, and Middle Tennessee, it remains unbeaten on New Year's Eve at home. We'll take a timeout. Back with a post-game show after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
3: Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously. But as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah. That's the sound of a freshly opened, fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Hey, Blue Raiders fans, the Mint Gaming Hall Kentucky Downs is a proud partner of your Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. For good times and big wins, the Raiders and the Mint Gaming Hall deliver both. Located close by in Franklin, Kentucky, the Mint Gaming Hall is your spot for great food, cold drinks, and big jackpots. Ready for dinner? The all-new Iron Steakhouse awaits you. Come hungry and be prepared to be impressed. Check out the themintgaming.com for all the details. Get your big hit today.
8: let's recap today's mtsu game welcome to the post game show presented by exit realty bob Lamm and associates america's number one exit office today's broadcast is also brought to you by ascend federal credit union the exclusive credit union of blue Raider athletics your middle tennessee four dealers built ford tough ascension st thomas the official hospital partner of mtsu athletics the ten Tennessee Highway Safety Office, Fans Don't Let Fans Drive Drunk, Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, Official Team Physicians for Blue Raider Athletics, and by Bud Light, it's for the fans. Once again, here's the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters.
0: Welcome back into the Murphy Center on this New Year's Eve as Middle Tennessee sweeps Western Kentucky today ladies won earlier the men win today here at home and 65-60 the final welcome into the post game show brought to you by exit realty bob Lamon and associates and agents brad hopkins chip walters richard lewis and tim page the number one producing realty office exit realty office in the united states find them online at exitmurfreesboro.com and nick new year's eve always has a lot of fireworks nothing short of that here when middle and western get together
9: no, sir. Uh,
0: man, that was a, a hard-fought one.
9: Uh, there in the first half, uh, you know, we were down there at 8 at halftime with only 19 points, 1 for 13 from 3. But I, I just thought we were getting quality looks. And sometimes you can say, you, you you know, it ain't going to stop settling. And there's there's not a whole lot of room at the rim. You know, they got a 6'8", 234 man and a 7'5", shot blocking center. And, you know, when the ball – late clock, if they're not out of uh, defensive alignment, if they're in front of you, you're not going to get a rim shot. You know, you can't just jam it late clock uh, on that kind of length and athleticism. So some of them were kind of late clock, good-look threes, and we just missed them. And obviously in the second half, we're seven for nine. So we, we just kept telling the team, you know, that's not our strong suit, clearly. Uh, but it ain't going to continue like this. I mean, we were 9 for 36 from the floor in the first half. Uh, we just kept telling them, don't let it uh, affect your defensive effort, your defensive energy, and uh, we didn't, and we are able to hold a, a team that can really get going and got
0: some offensive Ooh. talent uh, to 60. And both teams got it turned around. At that one point in the second half, everybody went from not everybody being able to make scoring. a shot, and everybody was scoring, Man. you're right. Yeah.
9: And and we got, we we tried to get out of our diamond press in live ball action. We'd called it during a dead ball action. We're, We're in it on makes, and all of a sudden we had a couple of makes. And, and we couldn't get our guys' attention. I mean, you know, there, there's a good atmosphere in here. Our scoring and the crowd's into it, so they couldn't hear that we were trying to get out of that zone press. And they got loose a couple of times, two or three in a row in made threes. We'd score a two, T had a couple of dunks, and man, they were responding with uh, our dunks with made threes.
1: I thought, that this had all the makings. It had the atmosphere of a conference tournament final. Yeah, and you felt like there was a lot on each possession. Oh, absolutely. It it reminded me, we talked about that at the Belmont game. And, you know, I I think that even though we're still not literally to January the 1st, the more of those types of games that you can play in, and especially win, really pay dividends down the line. Because then when you get into a game of that magnitude, In the legitimate conference tournament, you know the field. You know what it's like. Yeah. But I agree with you. I thought the big key for us was not letting our offensive woes affect our defense because as poorly as we were shooting the ball against a team that averages 76 points a game, we held them at bay as well. Yeah. So there was really nothing going on, and the lead never got lopsided one way or the other. Yeah. And you could never see any team really stack –
9: anything offensively in either. It was one of those rock fight games. Yeah, it it, it just You could tell after a while, and we said it to the players in the huddle, this one ain't going to be pretty. I mean, you you could tell that we made nine shots in the first half. Well, they made 11. Right. You know, (laughs) it it wasn't like it was uh, an offensive uh, showing there in the first half, but I thought they kept defending us well. I thought the other thing that really helped us was the guys that came off the bench Uh, either held their own or or pushed the lead for us. Having Jared Jones be able to play 15, 14, 15 minutes now late game, DeAndre Dishman isn't worn out. Uh, Justin Porter played well. Uh, You know, he didn't shoot it well, but you look at his plus minus and he's plus six in his 17 minutes. Like we did good things when he was in there so now Cam Weston, when we're trying to make sure we can handle the press, he's not so tired that he can't get open. He's still got legs to create space, get open. Now they got a you as opposed to turning it over. And I, th- I just think those those things like that uh, that don't necessarily show up on a stat sheet are really important for our
0: team. Some that did. T. Leonard today I thought did a lot of growing up.
9: Yeah, yeah, I thought uh, didn't, didn't take there for a while. He had a couple stretches where he made a dunk or two, and then it looked like he was just going to get another one, going to jam it down in there. Uh, but I thought he, to your point, did a lot of growing up, and Eli Lawrence got some, Ooh. man, above the rim rebounds late in that game. What and about the
0: pass Dish made down here on the one timer back for the dunk? Big time play. Needed it. That
9: was to T. Yeah. And then, because uh, um, Frampton sniffed out the lob. We, we had seen them go 1 3 1 on side out of bounds plays. Uh, our guys were ready for it. Uh, pass might have been a little bit low considering uh, Frampton tipped it and we're throwing it to T. Uh, but to stay with the ball really mattered. And then I thought one of the biggest plays was Cam not settling for a three here in the corner, and the clock, shot clock was about to, to wind out. He drove it middle and threw it right back to Eli Lawrence right here in the, the right side. some loop action going At on the over the buzzer, there. man, yep. that was a big play. Well, a big, speak, big speaking play. of
1: big plays, uh, and you've already mentioned him, but Jared Coleman-Jones – had one heck of a week yes he did i don't know i made a comment on the air i don't know what we fed him going to charlotte but let's go figure it out and keep feeding him because he played
9: really really well there yes he did and you know early we talked about it on the air after the game like if there's one uh bright spot coming out of this trip (laughs) it it, in in a loss and a conference loss it's what we got out of some guys coming off the bench. To your point, Jared Coleman-Jones put together two really good games for us.
1: And, you know, the, the big thing for me was early in the year, you could see a noticeable difference in our offense when Dish was out and Jared was in. That gap is narrowing in hyperspace yes. right now. Yes, And, to that point, that three he made was huge.
9: Huge. Huge. And, and another one, Tyler Millen uh, made this three right oh. here, right to the uh, right side of the top of the key, and it was on good quality offense, good stuff. He comes around, buries it. It's a, It was, to your point, it's a pass from Jared. You know, we just we, we got that kind of stuff right, and there's just so many guys that continue to if they can continue to contribute positively while we're out there, while they're out there, then we can keep playing 9 or 10 deep. And the way we want to play and still have energy late in the game, you've got to be able to frequently sub and not wear some guys out because uh, you're just too different when they're not in the game. And to – we just weren't tonight. Yeah, and to take
1: it one step further, it gives you the ability from a coaching standpoint to reinforce with your players. You can impact the game, but you don't have to be the leading scorer. That's right. And all of these guys that we just talked about, none were the
9: leading scorer, but, but the they all had impacted the, the game. Plus, minus. Yeah, no they question. impacted it on yeah. the stuff that – Wins your ball games. Absolutely. That's the, that's the biggest number
0: is, I mean, the, the home team and away team get. We talked about it Thursday night about how the home atmosphere at Charlotte, you know, helped them win that basketball game. And, and the fans want to know, well, what happened to you at Charlotte? Well, take a look at this today. No that's doubt. what happened to Western. That's right. That's <laughs> right. I'm telling you. home. You court, make a
9: difference when you, you come do. out, folks. You, and and, and the, the crowd was great. I mean, it's New Year's Eve. And there's some good football games on TV. It's a little dreary, you know, sprinkled the rain a little bit. So, you, you know, you, you, you could sit at the house because this one's on CBS Sports this afternoon. You could sit at the house and just hang out there. The crowd that showed up got into the game. And and,
0: and they it, were trying to get into it early. Early. We didn't give them a the whole lot to, <laughs> exactly. to,
9: to cheer about. But uh, in that second half, uh, it made a difference. It just does. Well, coach, the Blue Raiders
0: now have remained undefeated at home on New Year's Eve. Yeah, you tried to put that pressure on before
9: yes, the Yes, yeah, so I did. We haven't lost on New Year's Eve. I said, well, what's that rate? It's 3 0? <laughs> I was that's waiting a, on like
1: 17 and 0 or something. That's the difference between a radio announcer and a
0: coach sitting over here. <laughs> Don't I'm tell not me bringing that. that up at all. <laughs> I, well, at least I didn't do it on the air before the game. I at least <laughs> told you about that. But now, you know, you got another tough week. I mean, it's one of those tough travel weeks where. Yeah. You have to go back on the road for thursday night and then hustle back home for a really good north texas team uh and so San at san antonio and then north texas at home yeah and and we got to get back
9: after that game and we will uh, so it'll be a late night just like this week was uh, we'll go down to san antonio on wednesday play them on thursday fly back immediately after the game because to your point we played north texas on Saturday, and, man, they really, really, really guard you. I mean, they're were, they were one of the slowest-paced teams in the country, so they grind it out on offense, uh, But it, and they're going to be at Western Kentucky. And so they'll be just up the road on Thursday while we're in Texas. So that's why we just felt like it's really important to get back here or else the, the away team is going to beat us to our campus.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, i tell you this. It okay this week. So yes, it did. Let's do it again. <laughs> I, I, it, it's all, you know, for for fans and everybody, it's always good to win this game against uh, a rival. We'll have to repay the visit up there. But a uh, heck of a win today and a great way to – to uh, close out the calendar year and go ahead and pop the champagne that's right happy new year to everybody all right nick mcdevitt joins us here following the game the blue raiders win at 65 60 and that completes a blue raiders sweep today over western lady raiders won earlier today 80 to 75. We'll take a timeout. More on the Exit Realty post game show from Murphy Center after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
3: MT Dining is eating made easy. With more than 19 dining locations, you'll never run out of variety on campus. Whether it's Chick-fil-A, Steak and Shake, or Starbucks, we've got the brands you love right here. Need a quick snack or Scantron? Stop by one of the six pods on campus and try out MT Dining's new Farm to Fork experience. Farmer's Market, now open. Located in the student union. Visit mtdining.com for more information or visit our office in the Keithley University Center, room 202.
6: Blue Raider fans, with more local brews than ever before, you are sure to find a local favorite this season in the Blue Raider Beer Garden. Enjoy the thrill of the game in the south end zone at each home football game. And try out our selection of brews from Cedar Glade Brews, Mayday Brewery, or Life is Brewing. All available for your tasting pleasure in the Blue Raider Beer Garden. Thank you, Cedar Glade Brews, Mayday Brewery, and Life is Brewing, for your support of MTSU Athletics.
9: Hey basketball fans, this is Coach McDevitt. It's never lost on Window World that your home is your largest fiscal investment. Window World's integrity will be noticed from your very first moment of contact. The clean, professional installation of premium windows, siding, doors, and more are designed to last while leaving your home looking amazing. Window World and their lifetime warranty will always be there when it really matters. They're America's most trusted remodeler and a proud partner of MTSU athletics because the difference is integrity and always in the details. Hey, basketball fans, this is Coach McDevitt, and I want to talk some trash. No, not about the game. I want to talk about the litter problem on our roadways. Did you know that the Tennessee Department of Transportation spends over $23 million every year just to pick up litter? There's over 100 million pieces of litter on our roadways at any given time, making our state unsightly and unsafe. Litter harms our highways, waterways, even our wildlife. So let's do something about it. Don't litter, remind others not to, and report littering when you see it. We can beat litter, but only if we're all on the same team. Join the movement today. Visit NobodyTrashesTennessee.com and go Blue Raiders.
4: Five, four, three, two, one.
0: Welcome back into the Exit Realty Post Game Show brought to you by Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. As we move through our post game show, our final numbers are brought to you by Granison Associates, certified public accountant specializing in business and personal accounting and tax services. Grannison Associates, 615-895-1040 and online at gcpas.com. Individually, uh, for Western Kentucky... uh Just a a really good day for Davion McKnight, who ended up with 12 points, five rebounds, six assists on the day after having an injury on Thursday night. And no turnovers. Yeah, no turnovers. He is just a tough nut to crack for sure. Jarius Hamilton, 10 points, three rebounds, three and eight for Jamarian Sharp. That one of the keys right there is middle kept Sharp from being an offensive factor in this game. Emmanuel Aycott, 14 points, 6 rebounds, 6 for Luke Frampton on 2 made threes. And Christian Lander had 3 points in the ballgame, 5 for Tyrone Marshall, and 7 for Dante Allen. For Middle Tennessee, DeAndre Dishman, 8 points, 5 boards, 2 assists, 3 points, 4 rebounds for Justin Buford. Eli Lawrence with a double-double today, 13 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. T. Leonard led the way in scoring today. 19 points, six rebounds, three assists for T. Two points, four boards for Cameron Weston, along with three assists. Seven points and four rebounds for Elias King. Three uh, points and one rebound for Tyler Millen, and that was a huge three that he made, Coach talked about. Jared Coleman-Jones had seven points, three boards, three and three for Justin Porter, and uh, no points for Trayvon Smith, who did play in the game. Raiders win it by a score of 65-60. We'll take a quick break, get you the team numbers after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
4: Five,
0: four, three, two, one. All right, welcome back into Murphy Center. Middle Tennessee wins today 65 60. Blue Raiders pick up their ninth win of the year, and more importantly, they are two and one in conference play. Western drops to eight and five. They are now 0 and two in the league, and uh, they'll go back home for North Texas, who can as Coach said, can put some defense on you. That'll be Thursday night up in Bowling Green. Gave you the individual numbers. Kyle, how do the team numbers look? Team numbers look like this, Chipper.
1: Middle Tennessee finishes the game 24 of 65 for 37%. Western Kentucky 24 of 59 for 41%. From the three-point line, middle 8 of 22 for 36%. Western 8 of 23 for 35% from the free throw line. Here's the difference in the game. Nine of 13 for the Blue Raiders, 69%. Western, meanwhile, goes four of 10. And those six missed free throws loom large in this game. The rebounding battle, 47-36 in favor of the Blue Raiders. Middle with 14 offensive rebounds. De'Andre Dishman and T. Leonard both with four. Western with six offensive rebounds. Western finishes with 11 assists nine turnovers, five blocks, and six steals. Middle, 15 assists, 10 turnovers, three blocks, and six steals. Intangible stats, points from turnovers. Western wins that battle 11 to eight. The points in the paint, dead even as it was at halftime. 26 all. Second chance points, Middle Tennessee wins that battle six to four. Fast breaks points, also uh, tied at 14. And the bench points, Middle's bench rises up in the second half. They went down. It was a four nine to four at the half. Middle finishes with a twenty to fifteen advantage off the bench in the for the game.
0: Wow, that's sixteen points off the bench in the second half alone. Yep. yep. Uh, tonight's game-changing moment presented by Murfreesboro Medical Clinic and Surgery Center. MMC is Southern Middle Tennessee's premier medical group dedicated to providing both primary and specialty care for your entire family at MMC. Your health is their mission. What do you got for a game-changer in this one? Well, there were
1: so many plays. It, 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 it's hard to really <laughs> – I'll be honest, I've got three that stick out. Obviously, the pass from DeAndre to T, uh, the Jared Coleman-Jones three, and then the Eli Lawrence three I thought were all equally important because – Western had thrown that zone against us and we had gotten into a real stymie from an offensive standpoint. And those were plays that sort of broke us out and basically put the put the ceiling on top.
0: All right, now the Built Ford Tough player or players of the game brought to you by your mid-state Ford dealers. Visit byfordnow.com for all Ford makes and models because the best trucks are Built Ford Tough. And we'll tease you with that and tell you that he will be coming up when we return on our post game show here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Tri Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork.
9: They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Get started online at trygreenequipment.com and score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable, low monthly payment price. Tri Green Equipment is a tried and true partner of MTSU Athletics. Go Blue!
2: When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here.
3: Touchdown! You owe me five bucks. You
0: mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri.
5: Introducing new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda Variety Pack. You hear that? It's seltzer with the pop of soda. All with zero sugar. Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda. The loudest flavors ever. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda. IRC Beers, St. Louis, Missouri.
4: Five, four, three,
0: two, one. Welcome back to Murphy Center in Murfreesboro, Middle Tennessee. Wins over Western Kentucky, sixty-five, sixty. That now brings the uh, the record between these two over the last nineteen years to middle with 20 wins western Kentucky with 19 wins and that just tells you how how tight this series has been in the last couple of decades our uh, one of our built forward tough players of the game tonight is T Leonard from Snyder Texas and T uh, this was a a game that was two totally different halves is where when it comes to production you guys were getting good shots in the first
7: half but the second half they started falling what was the difference uh, we just knew that we wasn't, uh, the first half that we was getting good shots, they just wasn't falling. We knew that it was going to start falling. So we just kept uh, believing in ourselves. So. How,
0: how tough is it? Because you like to get inside and work inside the paint. When you've got a guy as big as Jamarian Sharp, and is, he's the, the number one shot blocker in the country, and from a guy who likes to block shots yourself, uh, he, how, do you, how do you attack him and not, have an intimidation
7: factor? Uh, That's really hard to answer, but, uh, yeah, it's very hard to get down. But uh, I feel like we got downhill, and still it was just like the late dish uh, dip-offs. I thought the
1: big key for the game for us, what really sort of broke us out in the second half, was when the the transition, the tempo picked up. Mm -hmm. And we were able to get them in broken floor because when we were going up against their five-on-five, their ability to switch everything on the perimeter, and then even when we got by someone with a matchup, to have someone down there to be able to mop up and, you know, not just block shots but chain shots. I thought that was a big key because we had a stretch where we got some baskets. We got you with a couple of back-to-back dunks, looks over the top, and things like that, and that seemed to really allow us to breathe a little bit and go, okay, everything's fine.
7: Yeah, we was uh, talking at halftime, and Coach was telling us, we got to push the pace more. They looked hard. we got to keep running this transition, and that's what we did coming out of the second half. See, we, we've, we've started what's now
0: a, – a, uh, we're two games into what's a 19-game gauntlet inside the league. You know, we went to Charlotte, tough game there. You get a win at home against Western, tough game here. Uh, it's going to be that way every night, and, and that's part of the mindset is to be ready for what you're going to face like this every night. Yes, sir. Yeah. Talk a little bit about the preparation. Now you've got a another tough travel week. You got to go to San Antonio, then back here for North Texas.
7: Uh, I think our preparation is going to be uh, we got to like prepare for both teams at once, basically. You do, and then because you only you'll only have one day, really. Uh, once you get
0: North Texas, all right. Uh, you did go home to Snyder over Christmas. Yes, sir. What did Mama fix you? Uh, I got I had tacos and chicken and rice. Uh, your, those are your favorites? Yes, sir. And, and see, and, and then to show how just how much they liked you, you all jumped in the car when your flight got canceled to come back for practice and drove that 13 hours, didn't yes, you? Yes, sir. How, what, what, what did you do to pass the time in the car? Just talked to my dad, really keep him And I'm sure he can impart some wisdom, can he? Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good thing to do. Hey, T, congratulations on on your performance today, and most of all, getting a great team win. Thank you. All right, T Leonard joining us. He is one of our built forward tough players of the game, and Kyle, I wanted to go with two today, and since uh, Eli had uh, a double-double, let him share that. Absolutely, and and I think that's, you know,
1: again, it was illustrated in in Coach McDevitt's post-game talk was that there were so many people that contributed to this win, and and that's what good teams do. It's not one player. It's everybody finding an opportunity to have an impact on the game. And you don't have to be the leading scorer all the time. You don't have to be the person that even scores to have an impact on the game. But there are so many different ways that you can impact the game And uh, all of these guys really stepped up and had their moments. And and as far as, you know, players of the game, obviously T was the leading scorer. Eli got the
0: double-double. But, you know, we can make a case for about eight guys. Yep. And that's – the way you want it. Absolutely. Yep. All right, Middle Tennessee wins it by a score of 65 to 60 over Western Kentucky today. We'll take a timeout and we'll be back to wrap it up, go through scores of other games around the league and that'll be it right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
6: Blue Raider fans, with more local brews than ever before, you are sure to find a local favorite this season in the Blue Raider Beer Garden. Enjoy the thrill of the game in the south end zone at each home football game. And try out our selection of brews from Cedar Glade Brews, Mayday Brewery, or Life is Brewing. All available for your tasting pleasure in the Blue Raider Beer Garden. Thank you, Cedar Glade Brews, Mayday Brewery, and Life is Brewing, for your support of MTSU Athletics.
4: Five, four, three,
0: two, one. Welcome back to Murphy Center for a final time today as Middle Tennessee wins the 143rd meeting uh, between the Blue Raiders in Western Kentucky by a final score of 65 to 60. Looking around, Conference USA on the men's side uh, in our Ascend Federal Credit Union scoreboard, it was Charlotte uh, going to 2-1 in the league with a 68-66 win over Louisiana Tech over in Charlotte. North Texas beat FIU 72-57. It was Rice winning on the road at UTEP, 72-67. That game was in overtime. UAB, a big win over UTSA to drop the Roadrunners to 6-7. Final score there was 90-67 in favor of UAB and uh, UTSA will be the next opponent for the Blue Raiders coming up on Thursday night down in San Antonio. On the women's side today, the Lady Raiders remained unbeaten in conference play with an 80 to 75 win at uh, Western Kentucky. And I'm sure the uh, Lady Raiders waited till they crossed the state line to pick up their postgame meal. So uh, with that, uh, good day uh, in Blue Raider country. Don't forget to join us on Monday night. We'll have. Uh, Coach's show, 6 o'clock for Coach Insel, 7 o'clock for Coach McDevitt. Always a good time at the boulevard. Hope you can join us there. So the week that was, uh, not too bad. Lose a tough game on the road to a good team in Charlotte, come back home, bounce back. Now you've got that exact same kind of week coming up, and it's, uh, it's just going to be a fight every night. Yeah, and I think that's... Uh <laughs> you know, from a coaching standpoint, it's conference play. it is. It's
1: conference play. When you win, it's a reprieve. When you lose, it, you feel like it's purgatory. But uh, one of the great things about a Thursday, you know, Saturday flip flop is that you got to get over the Thursday wins or losses quickly. And uh, I thought that's one of the big keys for today's game. I thought we handled the loss very very well
0: absolutely all right that's going to wrap it up for us connor hayes has been our studio producer today so for kyle turnham chip walter saying thanks for being with us on this winning saturday in blue raider country we'll talk to you again monday night with the coaches shows right here on the blue raider network from learfield and we wish you all a very safe and happy new year's eve good night